Finding someone to love and dating today while being on the apps seems like the most daunting thing in the whole entire world. It seems like you're never going to find anyone, that the connection isn't there, and that we are just lost and alone, and everyone is going through the same exact issue as us. If that sounds like you, well, I didn't find love online. I didn't. And that blows my mind because my entire life is online. Everything that I am, everything that I do, my job, my work, my personality, everything is online, and I found love offline. And I want to talk about how. Welcome to the Happy Times. So let's jump right into it. My name is Joey Kidney. I'm 27 years old. I'm turning 28 this year, which is wild, which is crazy. And I'm very excited. I I grew up being like, I don't really feel like I fit in. And I feel like I'm going to blossom really when I'm 30. And so I'm excited to, to explore my life and to live more and to see more and to learn more and everything I'm above. And I'm very excited to do with my partner that I've now had for four years. Her name is Angelica. And I think it's important that you know your name because I'm going to reference her a lot throughout this podcast. And there's a lot of good. There's a lot of bad, but there's definitely not ugly because she's absolutely beautiful. But a relationship has obviously had its conflict. And the first thing that I want to tell you right now is that conflict is good. And it took me a really long time to realize that because I always viewed conflict as fighting. I always viewed a fight as something that was negative, a fight that was, you know, just in sport or when you're really angry. I grew up playing hockey and I grew up playing sports. And when I was mad at somebody, I wanted to punch them in the face. You don't do that in a relationship. Please don't do that. But I didn't want to punch her in the face. I don't know where I'm going with this. What I'm saying is that conflict and and fighting for me are two different things. Just because Angelica and I have had conflict in a relationship doesn't mean that I want to fight her. I started making YouTube videos when I was 16 years old. Yeah, 16. I put my life online at 16. My parents weren't exactly the happiest about it. And I always thought, like, putting myself online, I I was just... I was a very shy kid. And for some reason, I thought that putting myself online... I was somebody else. I was a character that... I could be whoever... Anyone that I wanted. I could be whoever I wanted to be. I could be confident. I could be sexy. I could be funny. I could be whatever I wanted to be. And I could connect with anyone that I want to connect with. The numbers started coming in. You know, I started getting a following. I started thinking like, okay, this is, this is amazing. I started getting people in my DMs. I started getting a lot of traction, a lot of love, a lot of, a lot of hate, a lot of everything. And as the years went on, being 16, I, I was just a young little boy. Nothing serious in my life has happened and no relationships have started. But when I got to, let's say, 20, at age 20, I was in college. You know, that's when you're supposed to be trying new things. That's when you're supposed to be partying and doing crazy things. And I, I, didn't, I didn't really care to do that. I just wanted to grow my business. I wanted to keep growing as, as who I am online and as a creator and everything. I wanted to be this person that I've created. And the reason why I'm telling you all of this is because I wanted to give you a little backstory on, on who I am and, you know, where I've come and why online dating is different for me. And it's going to be very different for you compared to me because online dating for me, when I started getting a following, I started getting a lot of traction. I started not being able to online date you know, after college was when I really just like started to date and started to find somebody. And, and I wasn't dating literally to just sleep around. I wasn't dating to find love. I was dating just to have fun. I was dating to meet new people. I was a shy kid growing up. And people don't believe that when I have a podcast where all I do is talk to myself. People don't believe that when I have a YouTube channel that I talk to millions of people. People don't believe that when I have 
a live show that I do every now and then. And hundreds of people come to it. And I have to talk and I have to meet people. I'm a shy kid. I'm a character when I do those. But when I'm dating, I'm, I'm really me. And the only way that I knew that I was going to get any better is by practice. I wanted to talk to people. And so I started talking to baristas. You know, getting getting <laughs> getting the flow of how to have a conversation. And to, to know when an awkward silence and down silence is, is, is good. And you don't have to always be talking. And that's important. And online dating came around. And it was a way that I was able to connect with anyone, anywhere. I can go on any date. And the reason I say that, and the reason why it's so different for me versus you, is because I'm not going to ignore the fact that I had a presence online. I'm not going to ignore the fact that a lot of the people that swiped right on me looked me up. They knew who I was. They, they saw the number beside my name. And I think that gave me a leg up. I know it did. I know it did. I would sit beside my best friends who are very good looking and we would scroll and I would get match after match after match and they wouldn't. And it wasn't because I had a better profile. It wasn't because I was better looking. It was only because they've seen my face before. It was only because I had a number associated beside my name. I didn't want that. I told myself that I'm going to online date, but I'm not, I'm not going to date the person that I meet. And I understand that that's pretty negative and that I feel bad for the people that I that I went on dates with. But I just knew that the odds of them knowing who I was and having this different preconceived notion of who I am because they saw me online, that's not necessarily a person that I would want to fall in love with. I would want to fall in love with somebody that just falls in love with me, not this person that I'm playing online. And I know that's hard to say, right? Because the odds that somebody's going to find me online is, is very high. I make videos. I get, I get, uh, my gosh, I get 45 to 60 million views a month. So it's almost guaranteed that somebody in Ottawa, which is where I live, it's a city and it's the capital of Canada. Uh, there's about like 1.1 million people here or something like that. The odds that they see my face are very high. I can't ignore that. And so when I was younger, I kind of just like, I just went with the flow. I was happy. I was excited. I had girls paying attention to me. I was a shy kid. I didn't go talk to girls, but girls wanted to talk to me. And so I, 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 I ran with that. I've, I fell in love with another creator because I thought, you understand who I am. You understand everything. And it was long distance and eventually it just fizzled out. And I had a really hard time with that because in my head, I wasn't looking for something that was just something to fizzle out. I was looking for somebody to spend the rest of my life with because I was a hopeless romantic. That's what I wanted. That's who, that's, that's who at the core, who I was. But I was kind of dating them as a character of what I was online. And so when it became time to, you know, be my true self, that's when the fizzle started to happen. And that's okay. And it took me a long time to accept that. And to this day, I'm still talking about it, which is crazy. And I'm not using it for clout or anything like that. I'm just using it because it was an experience that I had. And I had a really, really hard time with it. And it's not an experience that a lot of the listeners, like you listening, are going to have. It's so different for me. Dating a line is, is awful for me. I had a really awful experience, even though it was so successful. It wasn't love. There was no butterfly. There was no emotion attached to it. I was simply just trying to learn what I liked, who I was, what I didn't like. And I always told myself, and I always told my friends, and my friends always told me that you need to find a girl that is normal. You need to find a girl that's not online. You need to find a girl that 
works at a coffee shop, works at a small business. You need to find somebody that just is like a hometown person. And I found her. I found her. I found Angelica. And I'm thankful. We actually met. It's a cute story. I'll keep it short. The way we met is I've been looking for um, a mini Aussie, which is an Australian shepherd, just the smaller version of it. And if you know me, you know that I've had Frankie now for five years, which is crazy. It, it, it flew by. So I did end up getting a mini Australian Shepherd, but I told my mom, I told her that I wanted to get this dog. And she was like, mm, you need to do more research. And keep in mind, I did all of my research, but she was like, my coworker, her daughter just got a mini Aussie. You should go see her. You should go meet the dog and see, you know, do you like the temperament? Do you like what they are? Do you what, like what they look like? Do you like the size? All of the above. So I said, yes, let's do it. So I went in and she works at a flower shop. Yeah, my girlfriend's a florist. It's literally a, a dream come true. I'm colorblind, but the stuff that she creates is absolutely beautiful and it's amazing. And so she works at this flower shop. And this was this was years ago now. We're, we're going on our fifth year. Um, she works at this flower shop and I go in and, and I see her because she brings the dog into work. And I meet Indy. And I, she's so cute. And I take a picture and I'm like, okay, yeah, this is this is the breed that I want. This is a beautiful dog. I'm so happy. And I leave and my mom calls me and my mom goes, so... How's Angelica? And I'm like, Angelica? The dog's name is Indy. (laughs) Who would have thought that my mom would set me up? A year later, I ended up getting Frankie. Angelica messages me and she says, hey, I would love to meet Frankie. So I bring him in. She says hi to him. She's super excited. Indy's not there, unfortunately, but she was super excited to see him. This Happy Times episode is brought to you by BetterHelp. I need to get something off my chest. I recently turned 28 and I'm freaking out. Owning a home, taxes, and being a real adult comes with a lot of stressors that I wasn't really prepared for. And the best way to get something off of my chest is to talk to someone, which is where therapy comes into my life. Talking with someone that has the knowledge and information to help me look at my issues from a different perspective has helped me slow down my life a little bit and help calm me down. If this is something that you can relate to, then I recommend you give BetterHelp a try. So get it off your chest with BetterHelp. You can visit betterhelp.com slash happy times today and get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash happy times. And now back to the episode. And then a, a few months go by, honestly, and I'm walking with my best friend down the street and I see Angelica. And I've seen Angelica a few times before. We would pass each other on the street, and she would always like say, she would always say hi. She was always the nicest person on the street. She was the nicest girl in the room. She always cared. But this particular moment, I was with my friend, and Angelica stops me, and she goes, "Hi, how are you?" And I said, "I'm good." She's like, "What are you doing today?" And I'm like, "I'm going to this coffee shop." And she's like, "What coffee shop?" And she asked a question after every answer. And to me. That was somebody that didn't know who I was. That was somebody that didn't know what I liked. That's somebody that had an interest in me. In, in not, not in Joey Kidney as, a, as an influencer, but in, in Joey as who I am. I fell in love with Angelica because she asked questions. She cared. She showed herself and she opened me up to show myself. All by simple questions. When we think about dating, we think about like, okay, how can we keep like a love alive? For me, it's ask questions. 
For me, it's just be vulnerable. Because vulnerability is authenticity in itself. So it then led to me saying that I really wanted to check out this one coffee shop. And I told Angelica, I was like, we should go together sometime. And it wasn't really like an ask out. It wasn't really like a, hey, let's go on a date. I didn't know if it was a date. This was a girl that my mom's coworker is, the, you know, they, they know each other, right? So I, I didn't know if it was gonna, appropriate for me to ask her out or anything like that. This was a, kind of like a friend of my mom's in a, in a way. And it ended up, we went to this coffee shop and my brother goes, I want to come. And I was like, what? He's like, You're, I want to go to the coffee shop. I, I'm really excited to go. Bring me. And I'm like, um, okay. So I, I brought my brother. <laughs> I brought my brother. And I fell in love that day. That's the day that we sat down at that coffee shop and I wish we never got out. She had to go to Toronto for a Lizzo concert. But I, I, I just wish she never left. I was having the best time of my life. I asked so many questions. And she asked me so many questions. And at that moment, I didn't exactly know what was going to happen. I didn't, I didn't know even what love felt like. Because in my head, it was supposed to be like all these magical things. It was supposed to be these romantic gestures. But for me, at that moment, it was just sitting there with her. So she went to this concert. And we didn't stop texting for even a moment. It was amazing. And I guess it's kind of like online, but for me, it just, it didn't happen in the online world. It didn't happen on an app. And I'm literally smiling while talking about this because it's just, it's brought me so much joy in my life. And I'm not here to bash apps. But after we had our date and after she went to Toronto, I ended up actually going to Vancouver. And while I was in Vancouver, the unfortunate thing happened where um, my car was broken into and they stole all of my luggage, all of my camera gear. I lost like $25,000 worth of things. It was it was just, it was horrific for me. And I came back home. No matter what, I still wanted to see Angelica. And it's like, I said, I know we were supposed to hang out today, but like, I need to go buy underwear. <laughs> I have to buy the essentials. Like I have nothing. And that's what we did. We went downtown. We went to... Um, Lululemon, I bought my underwear. I went and bought some like random essentials and stuff. And I, and then I took her to one of my favorite spots called Corzona de Maiz in uh, the, the Byward Market if you live in Ottawa. And we went there and we sat down and my mom always told me, she said, if you bring me home a girl and she doesn't eat, don't bring her back. So I sat down and this wasn't obviously, I'm Italian, but we didn't have an Italian food. We had Mexican food and it was the best burrito in Ottawa, hands down. And we sat down and she was so nervous, but she ate. She ate. That's it. And she loved it. And it meant so much to me to know that she ate. Because I know that when I go out on dates or when I went on dates in the past, when I'm nervous, when I'm anxious, I, I don't have the appetite. I don't want to eat. But to know that she did means that she was comfortable in a sense, in a small sense, she was comfortable. Right, because this is only like our second date, and I'm buying underwear with this girl. <laughs> but we just never stopped dating. Because the next day, we went out again, and then the day after that, we went out again, and the day after that, we went out again and again and again. We went out seven days in a row. And I know you're supposed to wait days. I know you're supposed to not text back. I know you're supposed to take your time and hurry up. <laughs> but I was just so infatuated with this girl and I know that's a really long story 
But the reason why I wanted to share this with you today is because in this world of online dating, we can really get caught up on the swipe. We can get caught up on the like. We can get caught up on saying the right thing, the wrong thing, whatever, and really editing ourselves. But when we meet people in real life, when we meet people in person, there's no edit button. There's an honest conversation. There's a person standing right in front of you. There's, there's empathy. There's a way to feel what they are feeling. There's a way to you know, know if you're making them feel comfortable when you share a burrito. These are the things that we can't figure out online. These are the things that no matter how much you search my Instagram, you don't know what I'm talking about. You don't know what I'm feeling. I make, I make videos on, on heartbreak and breakups and finding love again. I've been in a happy relationship for four years. Make that make sense. Online is this character that we're able to create for ourselves, but in person is who we actually are. And I'm not saying you can't meet somebody online, but I'm saying once you get that moment with them in person, be authentically you, be vulnerable. Otherwise you're gonna waste, you're gonna waste a huge period of your love trying to impress. And I know we're going to be nervous. We're going to say weird things. And, but that's, that's okay. That's kind of like the beauty of it all. We're going, to, we're going to mess up. We're going to say we like something and then be like, ah, no, I actually don't like that. I lied to you. You know, that's, that's the beauty of relationships. That's the laugh. That's, that's everything. That's the conflict that, well, if you're in love, conflict is just about resolution. It's just about having a barrier and thinking, how do we, how do we get around this? How do we conquer this one? That's love. To do it all with somebody else. It's not it's not about just individually fighting. And I want to share the the bad side of the relationship that I had. I had a really hard time because I was somebody that was that was dating. I was dating a lot and I was dating to find out what I liked. I wasn't dating sleep around. I was just trying to f- figure out who I am and it was exciting. Meeting new people was really exciting because it was kind of like absorbed into this norm of oh, I was doing meet and greets. I was meeting four or 500 people every weekend. And then now I'm not, when I'm with one person, how, I didn't know how to do that. I was scared. I was terrified. I ended up breaking up with Angelica twice. And she took me back each time. And I look back at that and I'm so embarrassed and I literally can't even believe that I'm saying this on a podcast right now, but I was so, so stupid. But at the same time, I'm thankful I got that out of my system then. And because I know that if I did it now, if if I was that person now, she wouldn't let me back. Angelica is the, the, the everything in my life. And it's all because she asked questions. So if you're dating, looks are one thing, but curiosity is what creates love. If you're interested, there's no question whether or not you're in love if you're interested. And love comes in these different forms, right? It doesn't have to be this big romantic gesture. It doesn't have to be, oh my God, like I fell in love with him at first sight. Because I, I didn't. I look. I was looking at her dog. And that's okay. That doesn't minimize any of the love that I have for her today. Just because you meet them online doesn't mean that they're not the right one for you. And I'm sharing this, you know my experience with online dating because it's very different than yours but it gives you this different perspective to compare it to because if we don't have perspective then we're never going to be thankful and we're never going to be grateful and then we're never going to understand where it came from 
So if you meet somebody online, or if you meet somebody in person, the best way to fall in love is to ask questions. Thank you very much for listening to the podcast. If you enjoyed it, please let me know. And I'll talk to you guys next time. Bye. Oh, actually, I should probably say, uh, I've been working with Penguin Publishing in India. And like the most exciting news ever is that I am finally published and I'm published in India. So to the Americans or Canadians or other worldwide listeners that I have, I guess this doesn't pertain to you, but you can just be happy for me. In India, I am published. I am on Amazon. I am in bookstores. And that's happening today. Today is the official release. So if you listen this far and you're from India, run to your local bookstore or go to Amazon and you can buy all three of my books, actually. But the big launch is my new book, Take Your Time and Hurry Up. So thank you for that. Thank you for all your support. I love all of you.